This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by Clean Fuels Alliance America. Learn more at cleanfuels.org. Good Friday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. One month ago, analysts were expecting the August World Agriculture Supply and Demand Estimates report to be a market mover. Instead, it was a bit of a dud. Today's report day from the Department of Agriculture did little to issue big shocks to the commodity markets. Des Moines-based analyst Dax Wiedemeyer with U.S. Commodities says many traders had already figured in the modest changes rolled out in today's reports, leaving the green markets with no reason to shoot higher or lower. I think that the report itself is uh, kind of scratching its head, not, not sure which way it wants to move. Uh, first glance, if you were just looking at the numbers that were released, the USDA did lower uh, corn yield down to 175.1 and bean yield down to 50.9, both below the estimates that the trade was looking for, uh, which in itself would probably be seen as uh, friendly. USDA's corn production expectations were lower than in the July estimates, but still would total the second highest production on record. Wiedemeyer says traders will be keeping a close eye on the weather for the corn crop going forward, as well as how domestic market factors shape overseas demand. I think in the next month, the key will be, are we cheap enough to increase export pace? And I think that's the biggest key um, that's holding corn back is is that export pace. And finally, we've just become in the Gulf, uh, U.S. corn is cheaper than Brazil. And uh, that is even with Brazil's monster second crop corn uh, that's coming in. Today's reports included the first survey-based figures on the corn and soybean crops. USDA analysts also cut production expectations for wheat, cotton, and sugar while raising domestic rice tonnage. In other news, an estimated 3,500 borrowers are set to receive USDA relief in a funding rollout totaling $530 million. The money comes from the Inflation Reduction Act and is aimed at helping borrowers struggling to pay back their guaranteed USDA loans. The support will go to farmers who were behind on a guaranteed loan as of October 18th of 2022. USDA's Farm Service Agency says producers are set to receive a check that will cover the delinquency. All told, the IRA has about $3.1 billion for distressed borrowers. This latest round of assistance will add to the $1.15 billion distributed to 20,000 others through two funding announcements rolled out in the last year. Steve Davies has more on agripulse.com. Also online today, former House Ag Committee Chair Colin Peterson says one of the Farm Bill debates already unfolding is giving him a little deja vu. Some producer groups are pursuing a mandatory update of the nation's base acres in the upcoming Farm Bill, hoping the change to the way farm program payments are calculated would be beneficial. But speaking on this week's AgriPulse Newsmakers, Peterson says to expect familiar arguments against the change. This has been an issue that's come up every Farm Bill that I've been involved in. And uh, it comes up about this time and then it's generally rejected, (laughs) you know. Uh, the last time we did this, I think the, we had a voluntary update, I believe. If, if anything's going to get done within this update area, it's going to be a voluntary. I don't think there's any way that a mandatory update is going to survive. Uh, it's going to create too many conflicts. Uh, they already have enough trouble the way it is without bringing this trouble on. Several House conservatives have also signaled their intentions to pursue major changes to crop insurance in the next Farm Bill, something Peterson has argued against, as has lobbyist Tara Smith with the Tory Advisory Group. She says crop insurance has grown in popularity and geography, so congressional leaders should look at the Farm Bill math before including risky proposals. 
Is including this policy going to bring votes to the table or is it going to detract votes? You can also hear thoughts from farm policy consultant Furt Hefner in this week's show on agripulse.com. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by Clean Fuels Alliance America. Clean Fuels is relaunching its website to give you better access to the experts representing biodiesel, renewable diesel, and sustainable aviation fuel. Cleanfuels.org is the central hub of information for the fuels cutting carbon emissions right now. Learn more at cleanfuels.org. Before we let you go, just a brief programming note. AgriPulse Drive Time will take a one-week hiatus next week. We'll be back with new episodes August 21st. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.